What's going on, y'all, and welcome back to the No Limit Lab. Today, we're going to be reviewing and talking about Avatar 2, The Way of Water, a sci-fi action film that came out in 2022. It is three hours and 12 minutes long. It is the sequel to the first Avatar film, which came out in 2009. It is starring Sam Worthington as Jake Sully, Zoe Zaldana as Nitri, Sigourney Weaver. It's starring Kate Winslet as Ronal. It's starring Stephen Lang as Colonel Quaritch, Vin Diesel, Michelle Yeoh as Dr. Karina Moog, and many others. Guys, this is one of the most anticipated films of 2022. This film has already grossed a billion dollars as I am making this video. It made a billion dollars within its first week of opening. Uh, it has just had a lot of hype around it. It is beaten, I believe it's, well, see, I think it's on track to beat Avengers Endgame. I, well, actually, Avengers Endgame and the first uh, Avatar film, which the first Avatar film is the highest grossing film of all time. Uh, it was, and it held that spot for a long period of time. Avengers Endgame then came out. Then they re-released Avatar again just to be able to get more money off of it. And they once again beat Avengers Endgame. And now Avatar, the first one that came out in 2009, is now the highest grossing film of all time again. It looks like this film is on track to beat it. Uh, if people keep going to the theaters and seeing it, it's it looks like it's on track to beat it. Um, plot synopsis of this film, Jake Sully and Nitri have formed a family and are doing everything to stay together. However, they must leave their home and explore the regions of Pandora when an ancient threat resurfaces. Jake must fight a difficult war against the humans. They call the humans the Sky People. This movie was released on December 16th, 2022. It is directed by James Cameron. The budget for this film was $250 million US dollars. The box office of what it has made so far is $1.4 billion, distributed by 20th Century Studios, which is a studio that is owned by Disney. Uh, it was technically 20th Century Fox, but 20th Century Studios and Disney as well. Um, Cinematography is by Russell Carpenter, and uh, yeah, all right, let's go ahead and talk about this film. This film is rated PG-13. I believe I already said that, but if you guys didn't know, it's rated PG-13. The reason why I'm going to state that is because there's a couple times in this film where they curse. They say shit multiple times, and they even say fuck. So, I, I, you know, it's three hours and 12 minutes long. It's a very long movie. Um, I believe it's longer than the first one. It's probably one of the longest movies of all time. Uh, you know, you have... It's it's just a very long film, very long film. Um, there is a how do you say uh, th this? How do I say it? Um, this film. Okay, I don't understand why people are saying this is the greatest film of all time. I just want to put that out there. It is nowhere near the greatest film of all time. I can think of three other movies that are better than this film. Bronx Tale, Goodfellas, Casino. I mean, those are kind of two of those are Martin Scorsese films. Um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Pulp Fiction. Like I, like to put this movie in that category to me is just, just no. That is just so disingenuous. And look, that's not taken away from the fact if you like this film, I enjoyed this film. I didn't really, I didn't, I honestly did. There's nothing I really disliked about this film aside from like two or three things. And, you know, that says a lot. This film is three hours long. There, three, there's basically three hours and 12 minutes to be able to find bad things in the film that I didn't find that many. I found, like, three, like I said. Well, maybe, uh, probably maybe, like, five. That's, like, that's a little fair. Um, basically, the plot of this film is Jake and his family. Uh, like I said, I am not too familiar with the first Avatar film. I remember seeing it a long time ago. Like, a, like when it first came out when I was nine and I don't really remember caring about it too much. I never saw the big deal. I remember I got like a couple McDonald's toys for Avatar. 
But other than that, I don't really remember. In or I didn't really care about the first film, if that makes any sense. And a lot of people said the first film was the best film of all time. It's not the best fucking film of all time. If you say that the first Avatar film or this Avatar film is the best film of all time, you obviously have not seen very many movies. There's a movie with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal called Nightcrawler. That's a very entertaining movie. You should go see that one. There, the uncut Gems. Like, I'm just throwing stuff out there. The Dark Knight. Like, Infin Avengers Infinity War. You want to go another superhero one? Avengers Infinity War. You know, so you can have your opinion. You can you can enjoy this movie, but to say it's the greatest film of all time, which I've been seeing a lot of, yeah, no. I mean, that's probably a bunch of little kids saying that, to be frank. But I've heard a couple people that I, you know, some people I work with have said that they really enjoyed this film, which is nothing wrong with that. But some people, I heard somebody say, Oh, bro, this is like the greatest film I've ever seen. And I was kind of just like, okay, I, that's fine. You can think that, but that's just objectively not true. You know, objectively, it's not the greatest film of all time. To you, it may be, but it, no, it, no, objectively, no. Um, everybody does good in this film. One thing I want to say that this film focused on more of that I wasn't really expecting was uh, this film focused more on the kids of Jake, of, um, Jake and uh, Nateri and... How do I say it? That has its pros and its cons in the film. A couple times you're like, I want to see what Jake's doing. Like, I want to see what I want to see what they're doing. The parents are doing. I don't want to just see what the kids are doing the whole time. Now, whoever played the kids, whoever played all the kids, they they did great. They all had good chemistry. They had a lot of uh, you know cute moments, a lot of you know family heartwarming moments, and it was it was great. Um, the visuals obviously were great on this film. Um, that's like the one thing that you know people are like, oh my god, it's just. It's groundbreaking visuals, you know. Okay, I also want to state this. Okay, the first film, at the time, these were groundbreaking, you know, visuals. China fucking loved the goddamn film. They were groundbreaking visuals. People have never seen anything like it before at the time. Now, when the second one comes out, you're like, oh my god, like this is the greatest visuals of all time. Like, mm. like I, I don't know. I didn't find it as impressive as some people did. I think the reason why is mainly just because there just been so many CGI fucking films now or films with that use a ton of CGI that's just like eh you know you kind of come become desensitized to CGI I guess you can say it doesn't really affect you that like it doesn't, doesn't really affect you that much as it would now if you don't go out and see a lot of movies I can see why it was very impressive but to me it was just eh, you know I mean, I guarantee it took him forever in the editing bay to, to animate and to do all this sort of stuff because it was 3 hours and 12 minutes long um but, you know, like I said, I don't really understand the, you know, the hype. Like, at the beginning, when they show Pandora, like, it's fucking beautiful. It's very fucking beautiful. But I'm just saying, it's nothing that made me, oh, my God, this is so awesome. Just so amazing. Like, some people probably saw it in 3D. I mean, maybe, I, I guess. I'm not really a fan of 3D films. Um, so, maybe if you saw it in 3D, 4K IMAX. I didn't pay for 4K IMAX. So I don't I don't know. Maybe I didn't get to experience the whole thing, but I, I guess I could see some other people saying that, oh, you have to experience it in this version to be able to enjoy it the most. Maybe Blu-ray. Blu-ray would probably be a great way to experience this movie. But other than that, not not really. Um they introduced a character of Spider in this film. I'm not sure if he was in the first one. I don't really remember. Maybe at the end somewhere. But Spider is basically in this film. Uh they have how many? They had one they had four kids. Uh, two daughters and two sons, an older son, a younger son, and then uh, an older daughter and a younger daughter. Probably the youngest one was the daughter. 
I want to say the second. Uh, I want to say the the dot. The second, uh, the oldest daughter was probably around the same age as the middle child son, and the oldest son was obviously the oldest out of all of them. Um, there. Okay. Uh, another thing I want to mention. Jake says in this film that uh, the Navi language has basically just become. It sounds like English to him. He's heard it so much. It basically sounds like English, and that kind of like establishes why we hear English from them. But then as the film goes on, there's parts where you're kind of just like. Well, he says to him it sounds like English, but to everybody else, is it going to sound like English? Like, w what's going on? I don't know. I maybe I didn't really notice that there was any, like, translators, like, in the sense of, like, oh, here's a machine that, you know, you hear the Navi language and it translates to English for you or whatever language you're fluent in. I don't know. I don't know. It was a little weird to me. A little plot holeish, maybe. I don't maybe it was some. It was explained maybe in the throwaway line that I just don't remember. Um... Like I said, this is a three-hour and 12-minute film. Yeah, I'm not going to remember every single little detail of this film. It was very hard to just kind of, like, pay attention the whole time just because it's three hours long. And if you're going to go see this movie in theaters, don't go see it at night. Go see it in the daytime when you're wide awake where you can pay attention the whole time. I did my best to pay attention to most of this film, but there were times where I was just kind of like, oh, my God, it drags. And that's one thing I will say. Another thing I will say about this film I did read before when I saw the film that during the second act, the movie kind of drags. And I usually try to like to get that experience for myself to see if I feel that same way. And it does. It <sighs> the beginning of the film, it shows how they have their family now and they all have gotten older and everything. And they grew up with spider and all them. He's a human and he's not one of them and how they're half breeds basically. And we also see like them growing up, them acting like kids them acting like young, you know, younger or as older teenager kids, Navi blue things whatever and um you know we see the humans uh or the sky people is what they call them the humans basically come to the planet uh to basically and they burn part of their forest down again and you know obviously it upsets uh Natiri and it upsets uh Jake and it's just a uh, you know I, I mean I don't know I see some people saying oh my god this is just like Europeans into the indigenous people okay fuck off all right they're fucking blue people what because they're indigenous people they're, they're they're supposed to be like the indigenous people because they have fucking they have arrows and staffs and stuff get the fuck out of here okay like th this is one thing i will say i've been seeing this on the internet and this is just this piss pisses me off to no fucking just pisses me off beyond fucking belief and here's the reason why i see all these people are like oh my god they're like the indigenous people and the sky people are basically the white european americans that came and they took everything okay well first off People who say that is, that, is that partly true? Yes, that is very partly true. But you need to go do your history on indigenous people. If you're talking about the United States, go do your history. There are multiple different tribes of different Native Americans, Kanahos, um, Cherokee, all different, all different types. And you need to go do your research if you're going to go start talking about all these different types of um, Native American groups. Like see people saying oh my god they're like the native americans because the native americans were peaceful and then the people came and fucked everything up that's not true not all are in comanche i could i could you know all these other different types of native americans they were not all peaceful and there were certain subsects of tribes that i kind of wish that they went over in this film a little bit subsects of different tribes like you could have the kanahos here and you can have a subsect of kanahos who are more brutal than you know one group of kanahos like the, the you know the 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 fucking thought that Native Americans were just sitting around you know smoking fucking hash and and you know just you know peacefully playing instruments and playing with their children is just a fucking false narrative. Now is that does that not does 
Does that take away from the fact that there were those type of Native Americans? Yes, there's like there are those type of people in every single civilization, tribes, all these different types of groups of individuals. And, you know, to just paint all Native, all the, you know, indigenous Native American people as all peace loving people. That's just not fucking true. Like there were Native American tribes that used to scalp people and scalp their fucking heads as trophies. So don't fucking, don't fucking go on the internet and start spewing all this shit. Oh my God, just like this. And and trying to turn it into some sort of fucking, uh, what, some message that, oh my God, the Native Americans, blah, blah, blah. Like that's, you know, a lot of the stuff that happened was fucking terrible. People are like, oh my God, Native Americans were raped. They were pillaged. Well, they also did that to each other too. And if that's the message that some of this part of this film was trying to get to, you guys need to fucking, you know, if, if, if the Navi are just these peaceful peaceful people that you know just don't do anything wrong and then people come and fuck everything up i guess i mean it's just a little boring but i think it would have been a little more interesting now i'm not i don't really remember that much in this sense but i don't remember there being a part of the navi where they're just like violent fucking just savages where they just they're not the peaceful ones you know so I mean, maybe that would have been a little interesting to see. Like, if you want, if they're, if the whole point is like, well, you know, they're based off of indigenous people, they're they're based off of Native Americans. I mean, I guess if they, like, if that, if you're gonna just, you're basing it off of one portion of Native Americans or indigenous people, you know, there's like, there's a lot of indigenous groups where these islands, you go over there, they fucking shoot you with arrows. And look, those are their islands. I understand that. And, there's like that one guy what was it, trying to preach religion to them and they fucking shot him with a bunch of arrows. Bro, you should have never fucking went over there preaching fucking religion, all right? You should have fucking known. Don't go fuck with this goddamn island. They probably don't want you on there because they don't want you bringing a bunch of fucking diseases and stuff. But let's not like act, let's not, let's not sit here and act like diseases were going to be the only thing that fucking killed them. If they didn't kill themselves, they there would have been other stuff, natural fucking causes, different types of stuff that they would have fucking died from, okay? So let's not blame it all on that. But... I would have liked to see other groups of the Navi besides the two that they show. They basically showed the tree hugging ones and then they showed the swimmers. I don't remember. I don't remember seeing a, a, a subsect where they were just vicious savages on either side. So I, you know, I, I, I don't know. I could be wrong. I might've missed a fucking shot of it. I just didn't see that. Uh, if that's like, but like I said, if that's the message that they're trying to portray, you know, Oh my God, you know, we gotta, like, you know, basically white people always fuck up indigenous people like if that's the like i've been seeing that around like that some people are interpreting this movie as that's what this is a message for and look i hate those type of people because it's like well, you guys try to find a fucking message in everything there's not a fucking message in everything okay not everything has a fucking message and a goddamn meaning behind it sometimes movies are just movies and sometimes things just happen because this is how the story plays out okay um uh, zoe zaldana is fucking fucking fine um, blue, green, or regular, <laughs> um, she does great, her emotion in this film, uh, every time she, uh, you know, when she reacts to, um, her, uh, son dying, uh, towards the end of the film, is she, god, you could feel it right there, like, god damn, I, I, you know, had a little bit of emotion right there, like, oh, fuck, man, that's fucking sad, um, she does great, Jake does great, um, Every, I don't, I don't really remember anything in this film that really, like, acting-wise, I was just like, oh my god, like, this came off cringy, I, I don't really remember, I don't really remember anything, like, the Australian guys that were, like, the poachers and the whalers or whatever the fuck they were, like, there's a couple things I don't understand, like, like I said, the whole thing of the language barrier, how the fuck are they able to understand, the, like, the Navi 
if they're just fucking Australian people. Like I said, are, do they have these things in their ears to where they hear the Navi language, it translates to English? I don't know. Jake says that basically every time he hears them, he hears English. The not like their kids say shit multiple times. I didn't know that shit exists in the Navi language. That's a that's a fucking an Earth thing. F they they also said fuck in this film. Spider says fuck towards the end of this film, and I was like, wait wait wait, hold on a minute. I ended up having to find a clip of this film to be able to go back and listen again because I was in the theater. I'm like, did he just say fuck. Or did I just hear that right? I, I, at first, I thought he said shucks. I'm like, did he really just say shucks? Or did he say fuck? I, I, I don't know. And here's the thing I want to point out, all right? Now, it says it was distributed by 20th Century Studios. It's, it's also a studio under Disney. But Disney also made this fucking film. How come... This film's PG-13. It's going to be shown in China. Now, I, I highly fucking doubt that they're going to show... They're going to have the cursing in China. I don't think they allow that in China. If I'm not... If I'm not fucking wrong. But how the fuck are we able to have Spider say fuck in this film, but we can't get fuck or blood in the MCU films? Now, I know I'm bringing up MCU, and I always end up going back to that when it comes to Disney, but it's the same fucking company. How the f Like, there's a scene where the Austra one of the Australian poachers, or whatever the fuck, whalers, whatever you want to call him, he gets a fucking cable, a metal cable, stuck to, like, pinning his arm against a part of their... um their fucking sh their boat and this giant whale creature like flips and like rips the boat apart and his fucking arm flies off while the guy flies into the fucking water and i was like holy fuck that was kind of fucking brutal why the fuck do we get that in this film but we can't get that in an mcu film a marvel film i, I don't know now one might say well it was distributed by 20th century studios i don't care it's still fucking disney and then two like if the other excuse is well Marvel is marketed towards kids majority. Fucking bull fucking shit. A majority of the people who go see those films are goddamn adults my age. Okay? Go look at the demographic. Go look at the target demo not the target. Go look at the um at the demo. Go look at the demos. It's majority it's fucking people from between 18 to 49. Like that's the age group majority age group of people. Most kids can't go see those go, most kids won't go see those films because either they don't they obviously they don't drive or their parents just don't take them. They can go by themselves, yeah, but depending if, they, if they're allowed to walk to their local theater, if their parents allow that, or if the kids are scared to do, like, you know, it's not like how it used to be, where kids, oh, I'm gonna go, we're gonna go to the theater, go pay 15 cents to go see a movie, like, no, now, it's like, no, like, I, no, so, if that's the excuse, oh, well, you know, the reason why they don't do MCU is because they target, the target is kids or whatever, the fucking target for this goddamn film is also kids too. You know how many fucking Lego sets I've seen in this film or for this fucking film already, or potential Lego sets of like pictures of what they're gonna have out, like McDonald's toys, all these other fucking places with the toys. Like, come on, you're gonna sit here and tell me that the fucking target demographic for this is not kids as well, and they still had all this stuff in the film? Come on, come on. I I don't know. Um. So eventually, uh, after their for their part of their forces burned down. Jake and uh, Natiri and their kids basically like, you know, we're going to leave the tribe and we're going to go find another place in Pandora to live because we don't want to bring the war to our tribe. And they end up making the decision to leave, which is kind of weird to me because it's like, you're not going to, you're not, you're not, you're going to leave your tribe because you don't want to bring, uh, you don't want to bring war to them. So you're going to go to another place where there could be another tribe and bring war to them. Now, that may not have been their intention to bring war to them. But when they get to the new tribe of the 
fucking of the Navi, this this the water Navi, whatever I don't remember what they're what they're called. They don't state to them directly that oh yeah we're gonna bring a war here. Like I don't I believe they don't find out about the fucking sky people until they attack them later on in the film and they damn near try to wipe half of the fucking they kill their fucking sea creatures and stuff. So I don't know. Also too, the villain, the colonel I forgot what his fucking name was. Uh, the goddamn Colonel, uh, Colonel, uh, uh Colonel Quaritch, Quaritch was his name, Colonel, Colonel Q, I'm gonna call him Colonel Q, Colonel Q, he dies in the first movie, and he's just, like, shoehorned in as the villain for this one, like, with, with a quick explanation, where he's like, oh, by the way, um, they transferred my consciousness into this USB that has all my memories, or, or no, has my conscience, but not my memory. Something all fucking along those lines. A uh, fucking MacGuffin. Like, yeah, it's right. Here we go. This is how we're going to set up the villain. It's kind of lazy to me. Like, there's there's no fucking way, unless I'm just completely ignorant on this fact. I'm not sure if... The, I'm pretty sure there's books on Avatar. But there's no fucking way that James Cameron, when they made the first one, like, oh, yeah, we're going to bring back the villain. We're going to... Right away, he was gonna have, we're going to bring back the villain as the same guy, but we're going to have it in this way, as he's, he's going to be a Navi, I highly fucking doubt that that was the case when the movie first came out, it came out in 2009, if that, if he was that far ahead on this fucking film, this film would have been out by now, or it would have been out by then, it took him what, 12 fucking years to make this, no, no, 13 years, 21, yeah, but yeah, Made this take it 13 fucking years to make this goddamn film. You know he didn't start writing this shit till maybe what what two or two or three years ago? Probably two years ago didn't start writing this thing. Yeah, or yeah, probably two or three years ago. But still, like I just felt that it was so for like forced in the sense of, like or not forced. It was lazy. I thought it was very lazy, shoehorned in there. I'm like, okay, I whatever. I didn't mind the villain. I didn't mind it. I just thought it was a little lazy. I'm like, okay, you could have maybe done something else. I don't I don't know. Uh, like I, I, I thought that the first Avatar film was probably, you know, I remember just good as a one and done, but uh, apparently they're going to make what, three more films, they're going to make five films in total, so um, I, don't, I don't know, he was brought back, he's basically in, he's like somehow, he goes, if I somehow die, which I'm not, I'm like, okay, well, we already, you're already fucking dead, so you are going to be coming back as this Navi guy, uh, here's my message to you, and then they show him, he gets up, and he's all, up, like, he gets up in his Navi form, and is like, smacking everybody around, all the other Marines, or all Navis as well, which, look, I'm not gonna lie, I thought it was kind of a cool concept, I thought it was kind of a cool concept, They're like, you know what, fine, we, we gotta disguise ourselves as them if we wanna have the advantage here, which is kind of funny, because they have the advantage for a very small amount of time when the actual battle begins, and they get fucking murked, they get fucking murked by Jake and Natiri, they're supposed to be, uh, like, Hey, I guess that you know they weren't as, as talented, they weren't as skilled as they we thought they were, but because the main characters have plot armor, you know they could just kill them right away. Like they went off, they fucked them up. Like I don't, I like that scene where Natiri and Jake were fucking just like to get back their kids were fucking up the um the um marine the Natiri Marines when they were fucking them up. I thought that shit was fucking cool. Not the Natiri, the, the Navi Marines. Goddamn, the Navi Marines. I thought that was fucking cool. Um. Uh, Hmm. you know, it just, it's one of those, like, another one of the cool things I liked in this film was the fact that they were, like, going back and forth between, uh, the Navi, the, the Navi, the, know, the water Navi, and then the marine Navi, like, the, you know, I thought, I thought that was kind of cool, 
Uh, they'd show the soldiers, and then they would show um, Jake and Sully and their people. I, th- I thought that was kind of cool. Um, I thought I thought that one thing that was kind of funny was when um, what the 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 sea navi, the sea navi, whatever the hell they're called, the water navi. We're like making fun of Jake's kids. They're like, ha, you guys got four fingers and look at your tails. They're so small. Like, I'm like, motherfucker, you guys got big hands, you fucking dummies. Like, like, okay. Like, you, it, it just, it was, to me, it's just funny because it's like they're making fun of them because they can't swim. Okay, go fucking climb a goddamn tree. Oh, that's right. You fucking can't because you guys will fucking fall and die. So I, I don't know. I just thought that was kind of funny. I think they kind of could have went a little back and forth. They're like, well, try climbing a tree. Try swinging from a tree and let's see how good you are at that. Now, I don't know. Um, uh, I didn't really find any of the characters annoying. Spider probably to me was the fucking had the dumbest fucking made the dumbest fucking decision in this film. Aside from Jake bringing their family to this group of indigenous Sinavi that ended up bringing the war to them. Other than that, like Spider makes a dumb fucking decision in this film to where you're like, what the fuck was the point of that besides setting up more sequels? Like, uh, mm. um, what else? <sighs> Spider is the basically a human that wants to be a fucking Navi, and you know he's got like tattoos. I I guess I guess they're tattoos. They didn't wash off at all. Tattoos of like you know Navi, uh, engravings on his fucking skin, blue marks or whatever markings, and uh, it, you know. He just like trying to be all fucking feral and stuff like that, and they're over here running from tree to tree. And I'm like, this motherfucker is was he going barefooted? I think he was. He was going barefooted. And I'm like, dude, there's no fucking way you didn't get a splinter in your fucking foot running across. He's like, oh well, you know, he's just been doing it for so long that his feet become accustomed. No, the fuck they don't. No, he he's not a fucking monkey from the beginning of evolution to where. You know, he evolves over this short period of time to where his feet can, like, stick to the tree. No. No, 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 no. I don't give a fuck. Oh, well, he grew up on the forest. He basically understands. Like, okay, whatever. Whatever. Because how fucking old is he? Like, 16, 17? I could see if he was maybe, like, a 50-year-old, his feet would kind of be accustomed to, like, walking on, like, gravel and stuff like that. But jumping from tree to tree... Like, no, bro, that's not the same as walking on, like, gravel or dirt or whatever. Like, your feet would kind of get your feet would kind of get used to walking on dirt in the rough patches, but, like, running from tree to tree and, you know, not fucking just falling, like, ah, I don't know. thought that was kind of a little dumb. I didn't really care for Spider too much. I thought he was, kind, like I said, I thought he was kind of, an, kind of annoying, not, not too annoying. But the decision he made at the end just really fucking pissed me off. And you're wondering what the decision is towards the end of the film. When uh, Colonel Q and Jake are fighting, which was a cool fucking scene, um, eventually the ship that they're on gets sunk and it's got oil spilled around it and there's fire around it and the ship ends up sinking. Uh, what was it? The Colonel, I believe, gets like knocked out or put into sleep. He falls underwater and he drowns basically. And Spider goes down there to go, what was it to go fi- to go help find the kids or whatever or to go help Jake or something like that it was something he went down there to go do and he sees um Colonel Q who is his father well has the sub or has the consciousness of his father because his father was the military guy who's dead or it was Colonel Q the original human Colonel Q who's dead and his consciousness transfers over to this na- uh, Navi and he says like when they kidnap Spider towards like the the beginning of the second act of the film 
um, you know, they start interrogating him, and he and he kind of tries to like look. Uh, he basically tries to like look out for Spider because technically it's technically it's his son, and Spider's acting all feral, and then eventually Spider just like ugh acts like a human again, which is a little weird. I'm like, I don't know. It would have been a little more interesting to have him act like act feral, like he was actually to me. It just seemed like he was playing. What the hell is that kid's name? Max from Where the Wild Things Are. Like, where he's trying to, act, yeah, yeah, like, he's acting all crazy, and they're just looking at him like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Like, that, <laughs> that's all I kind of look at, I was like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? You, you're literally over here acting all fucking human with your, bro your fucking quote-unquote brothers and sisters, and now you want to act like you're a feral creature growling at the humans. Like, okay, buddy, um, you literally, you literally are with humans half the time, like, you're either feral or you're not feral, like, what, what is this fucking thing? He's literally just pretending to be a Navi when he's not a fucking Navi. He even got dreadlocks just like it. He's copying me. We copied me for Spider. Don't be fucking copying me. All right. Um, what? So I, I thought the bonding moments with him and the Marines, I thought that was kind of cool. Because I'm basically like, this guy's basically a fucking informant. He's basically telling them everything after they kind of tortured him a little bit. And uh, Colonel Q like comments, like, oh, yeah, we were able to be able to put up with the torture. You're a true soldier, some shit like that. And. When Spider, like, Spider is with Colonel Q for a majority of the film after the beginning, and then after the, uh, when he gets kidnapped, he's, he's with them, uh, and then towards the end is when he finally, like, kind of, like, towards the end is when he finally comes back to, uh, his quote-unquote family, and, uh, it, it, so Colonel Q is underwater, right, after losing the fight. And, he, and he's supposed to be, basically, he's down there, he's drowning, and he's basically should be fucking dead. And I also don't understand how he wasn't dead, mainly because, like, he doesn't know how to fucking swim. He wasn't taught how to swim and breathe underwater like Jake and their family was. Jake barely, uh, but the kids more. Like, he was, I don't understand how he just didn't die. I don't know how long he was underneath there. You know, movie time is different from, like, the actual time of the, like, how long he was there, like... We didn't see him for five minutes, and then he's down there. That could have been fucking ten minutes in their world, twenty minutes in their world, fucking thirty minutes even. I don't know how long he was down there. And then as Spider goes down there and he sees him, he's like, "Ah, oh, man!" Like right before that scene, Zoe's out. Like after, okay, when their son is killed, he gets shot. Uh, uh, Natiri's oldest son and Jake's oldest son gets shot, and he dies. It's a very sad moment. Uh, Nateria is basically just fucking goes ballistic. She's upset. Obviously, that's her son. She's the mother. And she just pissed the fuck off. She ends up putting a knife to Spider's fucking throat. And I, at one moment, I thought she fucking slit his throat. But apparently, she just, like, cut his chest. And I was like, what are they doing here? Is this, like, a thing where they're like, oh, I'm gonna pretend to cut you, you know, to get him back. And Colonel Q is like, I don't give a, I don't give a damn. He ain't my son. He ain't my kid. And just basically, like, disowns him. You're like, okay, I, I guess. He didn't really claim him to begin with. He was just working. Like, you know, he just had him with him. And then she, like, cuts him a little bit. And I'm like, what the fuck? First off, Spider should, like... Okay, let me finish here. Um, first off, she she basically just, like, thre like threatens to kill him. And I guarantee she would have fucking killed him. Because she said a son for a son. Like... Were you, did you not, did he not grow up with you his whole fucking life where he looked at you as maybe a mother figure and you're just gonna fucking murder him right here? Like, fuck, fuck all the way off, Natiri. That was just fucking just like, I was like, what the fuck? Like, that was, that just to me just confused the hell. I mean, it just kind of pissed me off. That was one thing I was like, okay, that's kind of, that's a little dumb. But I, like I said, the reason why, and the reason why I say it's dumb 
is because of what happens next. Now, that scene would have made completely complete sense if what happened next, when Spider's underwater and he sees Colonel Q drowning there, he goes to fucking save him. After he literally caused all this fucking mayhem, he goes to save Colonel Q, who's drowning, instead of letting him die, and basically the Sky People would never have any... Who, who else is going to come back and attack? Who? It's going to take years for people of Earth to get there again. And as they have more on the ship, more colonels waiting up there. But, I mean, the fuck? Who, who else would have came after the Colonel Q? Why did you go save him for? He literally said that he didn't claim you as a son and you ain't his son. And you, you go and save him so he can live, recover, and then start another fucking war and kill more fucking people. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, well, he had a change of heart because it's his dad. I don't give a shit. It, like, it would have made more sense. And it would have made Natiri not look as fucking... As, as, as just evil when she tried to kill Spider. Or, or threatened to kill Spider. If Spider would have helped his dad out of the water. And then taken him and left. If Spider basically felt betrayed that Natiri put a, a fucking knife to his throat and threatened to kill him. Whether she was quote-unquote serious or serious enough or not, it would have made complete more sense for that scene. It would have it would have honestly been more interesting to have Spider go with his dad and basically be like, you know what, fuck the Navi. I've grew up with them. I basically have lived their way. And she puts a fucking knife to my throat? That would have made a much more compelling story for this, uh, the eventual sequel that's going to happen because that's basically what that was. Setting up another sequel to bring back Colonel Q as a villain again. <sighs> I just thought was, that was the dumbest thing of the film. That was the dumbest thing of the film. He, what, is, what does he do? He ends up... And this is the more fucked part. Spider wants to act like he's this good... He's this, You know, he's cool and he's this good person. And he's going to be with it. He's on their side. Dude, how about you let Jake and Natiri know that you basically saved the guy who tried to kill their kids... How about you let them know and see what they fucking do to you? They'll fucking kill your bitch ass. But no, he wants to go live with them and be a peaceful part of their peaceful family again. Fuck all the way off. That was so stupid. He should have left with Colonel Q. And it, it would have made a more compelling story for the next movie. Because now, Spider's like, oh, fuck this shit. I'm going to train to kill them. Because she put a fucking knife to my throat. I thought I was basically one of her kids. And she fucking put a knife to my throat. Then you can have the conflict between the uh, the brothers and sisters and Spider. How they're basically they basically treat each other like brother and sisters. You could have had that conflict for the next film as they're all older. But now now you don't got. I don't know what they're gonna do for the next one because now you don't got that. <sighs> dumb dumb decision. Because Colonel Q lived. He's alive. He's still he's still alive. He's still alive. Ah. <sighs> Um, one cool, one thing I thought was cool was they have these things underwater, right? These little plant sea things that like when you connect to them, they can make you either see visions, uh, of like the past or see things that you've never seen. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, the stuff that they show from space looks cool. Those shots are beautiful. Um, it just really confuses me on like who, who, I kind of got to give you something. Who are the villains besides the colonel and the marines? 
like the people from Earth, like the reason why they're there is because they're basically trying to repopulate this planet because I guess Earth is like dying or is dead. And I guess that's the plot of the first film as well. Um, they're like, oh, we need a new planet to populate, so we're gonna, you know, burn part of it down and fuck it up too. You know, I don't know. Um, the water navi were cool. The scenes of them in the water bonding with the animals that was kind of cool. The fact that they can talk with them and they can bond with them that, that was really cool. Um, the whale creature was was cool. Um, I, I you know the the struggle of being the middle child, the son. The the son who's obviously born to be the warrior and the son who's not built to be a warrior and the dad has resentment towards him, which I thought was unfair from Jake. But, you know, Jake obviously had resentment towards his son because he looked at his older son as you're the warrior. And then even when his older son died, he basically like you've you've caused enough problems already to his. I'm like, you fucking dickhead. That's your fucking son. OK, he's obviously not built to be a fucking warrior and you want to treat him like shit because of it. Like, OK, I can understand like. It would have been, you know, it would have been cool and interesting too, if the middle child basically ended up being the one that kills his brother, or ends up turning on the dad and, and leaving, going with like if you didn't want to have Spider, you could have had the middle son. I forgot what his fucking name was. Um, you could have had him basically be the one who saves, um, who saves, um, uh, Colonel Q. It would, it, it would have made something. It would have made a lot more interesting for the, for the third film. Cause now you have a, now you have a new conflict. Like, oh shit, he doesn't like his father. Like, you treat it like a Jason Todd kind of thing. You know, Jason Todd's obviously the middle child of the Bat family, and he gets the most shit, and he's basically treated like a fucking shithead, which he kind of is. And then, you know, he occasionally does bad things that go against the whale, the will of his father, who is Bruce adopted. But um, you could do something like that. I don't know. That would have been a little more interesting. Um. Uh. Ugh, I don't know. Um, what the hell? Uh, uh, Natam is the oldest one in, I'm reading right here. Uh, Loak is the middle one. So Loak, I'm guessing, is what his name was. Loake? Loak? Now he should have went with um, Colonel Q. I think that would have been a little more interesting. Um, one daughter. They have two daughters, I thought. It says, and one daughter, Tuktiri? Tuktiri? Yeah, to, uh, yeah, an adoptive older human brother, Spider. So what that? What the fuck? And, and an older adoptive sister, Kiri. Kiri. Okay, so I get Okay, so they got three kids technically. Kiri is, the, I'm guessing the the middle daughter. I'm guessing. I, I. Okay. Yes. Yes. That's right. Kiri is the uh, Kiri is the the middle adoptive daughter who uh, we see her mother in the film. She's the one who kind of gets the powers with the. The little like plants underwater, and she they did she, yeah she was really good I liked her so we, they have two adoptive kids, Spider and Kiri, and then Loak is the middle child, Natam as the older one who dies, and oh what's her what's her name uh uh Tuk 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 Tiri Tuk Tuk whatever her name is Tuk um I thought it was really I thought it was really funny every time they all growl like. <laughs> Every time that like something happens, I'm like, they, they, dude, they're like cats, they're like little cats. When the cats get mad, they they hit you like leave me the fuck alone. But in this case, they were doing it as more of like a as like a, ah fuck off, we'll hurt you if you try to hurt us. Like, I, um, I, I thought it was fu I I thought another funny thing in the film was uh when Took gets when 
I don't know why she said it like this, but when Took gets captured, or Took gets captured, and then um, what the hell's her name? Um. Uh, uh and then Took and Kiri get captured. They were like tied to the fucking boat, and um. Curious side of the boat, and they end up getting cut free. And then Took gets captured again. She goes, "Oh no, I got captured again." And I just like uh, <laughs> that was kind of fucking funny. I'm like, okay, that's pretty funny because I was just all like, I remember seeing them get free, and I'm like, bro, watch them get fucking captured again. I'm like, what the fuck are they doing here? They're gonna get, they're gonna, they literally like jumped in the water, and then they came back up to like try to like stop them and save them again. And I'm like, okay, now you're gonna get captured again. And then lo and behold, Took gets captured again. Um. When I said, okay, so earlier I was saying how the middle part of the film drags. Um, one thing I saw some people didn't like, and I wasn't really a fan of, but I didn't mind it as much, was the fact that it's focused more on the kids and not Jake and Natiri as much. I think, I, I don't think it had a problem. Look, I don't think the fact that they focused on the kids too much was bad. I just think they should have showed Jake and Natiri a lot more bonding, showing their love, showing them together, and then maybe spending more time with the family. Versus just showing the kids and then interacting with the other kids of the tribe, uh, of the other tribe. So um, that's one little thing there I didn't really like. Um, the film drags in the middle, like I said, because it just starts basically showing. It's it, the second half of the film is basically like a flex on look at our, look at our beautiful CGI, look at all this other stuff, blah blah blah. And I guess you could say character development, which I don't mind. I'm a big fan of character development. Anybody who's not, it, it's just I don't know why you wouldn't be. It makes you like the characters even more. Um, except Spider, because he's a fucking dumbass. Um, the, yeah, the middle of the film kind of dragged. This film was three hours and 12 minutes. It did not need to be three hours and 12 minutes. This film could have done great at two and a half hours. You know, two and a half hours, that would have been, a, I think, a perfect amount of time for this. Even, you want to go in a little, little bit more? Two hours and 45 minutes. I think, you know, two hours and 45 minutes or two and a half hours would have been the best runtime for this film. Um... And I hope this is not a fucking track. Uh, I hope this is just not a comment, a trope with the next three films. Uh, that they're like the third film. That's if this that if that film bombs, they're not gonna make it anymore. They ain't fucking making anymore if that film bombs. Um, but I just hope the next three films. If the next, so I hope that next one is not three hours long. I hope that shit like because I'm all like, okay, what are you gonna do? Because this one, when you make a film three hours long, you blow. It's like. You use all you throw all your chips into one basket. You use all your chips at once. You kind of run out of stuff to do for the next one. Okay, this is the second film. Obviously, they could throw a little bit more and use you know little use a little bit more here and there because it's the second film. For the third one, what are you gonna do? What's gonna be the plot? Like I guess if there's books that I'm not familiar with, they can take from that. I guess. But what do you what are you gonna do? You're gonna have to come up with a whole different story. You know, are you gonna follow different characters? I, I don't know, because at the end of the film, Jake says that the new place that they're at is their home now, and it just zooms in on his face. So I'm like, okay, I, are we gonna start from? Yeah, are we gonna start from here? Are the kids gonna be a lot older now, where they're adults? Maybe in the third one, Jake and Natiri die. I think so, I think that'll be interesting, maybe. And then the fourth film can continue with the kids older, and they have their kids. I, I don't know. I think that you know maybe that, that's probably what they're gonna do. But it's like it can't. I don't think it could be three hours long. What are you going to do? You, you can't... It dragged in the second half of the film or the second act of the film and, you know, you don't want that to happen for the next one. So for the next one, James Cameron, two and a half hours. 
that's where you should leave it at. The farthest you should go, two hours and 45. But for me, two and a half hours. That's what you need to do for the third one. I don't know what they're going to call the third one. Um, the, the Their son is dead. He's buried in the water now. Um, I thought that was kind of nice. Um, Colonel Q is going to come back, obviously. Now that's the, and that's the thing too. If either because how how long is Colonel Q's fucking uh, uh, Navi body gonna survive? Is he gonna be able to be in it forever? I, I'm assuming so. He's gonna have to look a lot older, and fi- you know he's gonna have to regroup, find another way to I, I don't know, get back to the human, the sky people, the humans. Um, I, I don't know. We'll see. Um, what would I give this film? I'll give it a solid seven and a half out of ten. Uh, obviously, those those nitpicks that I had, I gave you guys. I think seven and a half out of ten is is generous from me, especially where I was not anticipating this film at all. I did not give a single fuck when I saw the trailer for this film. Like, I don't really give a fuck, honestly. I'm I'm gonna be straight up with you guys. I was not planning on even reviewing this film, but I got a couple people who are like, "Are you gonna review this film?" And I'm like, "You know what? You guys want to review it? Want me to review it? I'll fucking do it." And not a lie, like I said, I thoroughly enjoyed this film. Besides those nitpicks and those things that I didn't like about it, you cannot. And here's the thing: the problem here is the issue that some people have. They think that because you criticize a film or you have nitpicks about a film that you hate the film. I don't hate this film. I hated some stuff that they did. I hated a couple of the characters' decisions, but I don't hate the film. Does it have rewatch value for me? Maybe watching some clips on YouTube, yeah, but the full movie, no. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be rewatching this film fully through anytime soon. It's three hours and twelve minutes long. I don't want to rewatch the full film anytime soon. Um, yeah, maybe maybe when the third one comes out, I'll probably rewatch it. That's probably the only time I'll rewatch the full film. But I'll probably just be watching clips on YouTube because there's a lot of cool fight scenes in this film, especially the ending fight scene on the boat. But um. Other than that, like, I don't, you know, it, not rewatch value, just clips, not a full, not a full, full watch, not for me at least, uh, like I said, seven and a half out of ten, I liked, I, I kind of complained about the Marvel, Marvel not being able to do the, like, the, the violent, kind of, you know, um, gruesome stuff, or like, the arm being cut off, and showing that, and then the cursing and everything, you know, uh, I did like that about this film, I hope they do that for the second, next one. But you know they always say that the third film is never the best. Is always the worst film of the tri- of the you know franchise. You got Return of the Jedi. You got fucking X Men: Last Stand. Terminator Three. Ugh, you know, uh, you, ugh. Mm. so I'm worried. I'm worried in that sense that the third film is is going to be not very good. So, but we'll see. I'm gonna keep hope. I'm uh, I'm gonna see the third one. You know they got me invested enough to where I'll go see the third one. Because I kind of want to see what happens next. But I don't know what they're going to do. Like I said, I gave some ideas. What they could what they could do and what they could have done. But we'll see. So, uh, James Cameron, got a thumbs up for me on this one. If you guys want to go check out this film, go check it out on IMAX. Go check it out at 3D if you want to. Go to your local theater. Support your local theater. Um, Zoe Zaldana, great as always. I love Zoe Zaldana. Zaldana, 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 Zaldana. You know, she's fucking bad. Bad as fuck. I'd wife Zoe Zaldana up in a fucking minute. She is so goddamn pretty. Um, and she's a great actor. So boom. Or actress. That's a fucking plus. Boom. Um, yeah. Anyway, guys. All right. Go check out this film. I hope you guys enjoyed this review. Hope you guys enjoyed Avatar 2, The Way of Water. And uh, this has been the No Limit Lab. 
Share this episode. Let your friends know. Let your family know. Go watch Avatar 2. Come back. Listen to this review. Let me know what you guys think. Answer the polls. Answer the questions that I got up. And yeah, this has been the No Limit Lab. I'm your host, Eloy. Have a good night. And don't drown in the water because the Navi will probably eat you or that whale will.